Fab Lab Podcast, another death in the industry. Hey everybody, uh, fans, uh, audience of the Fab Lab Podcast, Aaron Crowley here. Special edition episode of the Fab Lab Podcast, no uh, intro music, no sponsorship on this uh, episode, Uh, a very sobering, very tragic circumstance really is the subject of this episode, not going to edit it, (laughs) we're not going to produce it, I'm just going to record my thoughts, share some things with you, and uh, in the interest of just the collective safety of our employees and uh, a reminder, a stark reminder of the reality of how dangerous this business really is, and so today is Wednesday, February 12th, 2020. Yesterday morning at 10 o'clock, a man was killed here in Portland at a slab supplier um, moving a couple of quartz slabs. I'm not going to mention his name. I don't know this individual personally. I know the company well. We've done business with him for 15, 20 years. And so since I don't know him on a personal level, I'm not going to share his name. You can look it up on the news report. Some of you may have already seen some posts on the SFA uh, Facebook group. I talked to a fabricator today in uh, Illinois who had already heard about it, and yet I talked to a fabricator here in Portland uh, who hadn't heard about it today, was shocked to hear this. And so um, this has been on my mind since last night. I talked to the salesman at this company, and he told me the story of what happened, and I just, uh, I've, been in a, I've been in a funk ever since, going on 24 hours. The, the gravity and the tragedy of this situation. A brief description of what happened. A man was putting two jumbo quartz slabs on an A-frame, leaned them up against the other slabs, engaged the clamp to lift it out from behind, and it sounds like the bridge was not directly over the cable and over the clamp, and so when he hit the button to raise the clamp out of the slabs, it actually pulled the slabs towards him, and uh, he was crushed, and he was killed. And so, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you own a fab shop, if you are... Uh, in the business of moving slabs of granite, the, this is a stark reminder of the danger, the reality, the risk to our employees, and in some cases, the risk to ourselves. And so I just want to share a couple of thoughts with you. We uh, had a, a meeting this morning, our, our, our morning ops meeting. We discussed this. Our production manager then talked with our shop crew this morning, and then I actually came in especially today to have a, a larger meeting with the team and just to, uh, to discuss the situation and uh, to deal with it. The, uh, the nagging thought that this can happen uh, doesn't keep me awake at night, but I oftentimes jump here at the shop when I hear a bang or a boom or a loud noise because of that, um, the prospect or the possibility, even though it's remote, and oftentimes it's so remote, I think that's what makes it so dangerous is because it happens so infrequently, we become lackadaisical, we become complacent, we forget just how a life can be ended in a, in a blink, in a nanosecond, before there's time to actually react, um, a human being can be killed. And this individual, this man here in Portland, uh, had a wife and three little girls, um, and just in case I forgot to mention this at the beginning, you can go to the show notes. There has already been a GoFundMe page created. Then I would encourage you, fans of the Fab Lab podcast, if, uh, if you've ever thought about contributing to something, this would be one of those cases. I know we're, you're probably not in the area and you, you don't know this company, you don't know this man or his family. Um, but if uh, this strikes you, if it strikes a nerve, strikes a chord, go to the show notes. There's a link to the GoFundMe page. You can read more about this guy actually um, on that post. Um, so a couple of thoughts 
as I think about this, as I'm processing this, and again, the fact that it's so close to home, uh, we didn't know this individual, we know the company, we know the other employees, you know, that are, that are dealing with this, the aftermath of this, this tragedy, and, and it just, it brings it front and center, and it's inescapable in this local setting, uh, to, you, you just cannot escape the reality that this could happen right outside my office window. Um, we move a lot of slabs. We got a lot of deliveries coming in here and we're unloading slabs all the time and putting them in racks. And so I just feel compelled to deal with this. And so I'm just, I'm merely sharing my thoughts. This isn't a suggestion. This isn't a, uh, you know, I, I don't have any special wisdom or, or, or advice or, or any position to speak from other than to say we've had close calls in our shops. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, we've had, we've had four close calls in our shop over the last 21 years where if somebody had simply been standing two feet in the other direction, they could have been seriously injured or killed. Um, and maybe I'll share those three, four stories at the end of this episode just for context, just so you know nobody is immune from this. And I would say it's by the grace of God, thank God, that in those four instances nobody was injured um, and, and nobody was killed. So just three thoughts I want to share um, as, as I process the meetings that we had today. Um, we had our ops meeting where we discussed it. Our production manager got out there with the shop guys, and then I came in and we had a larger meeting. And I just invited gut-level instinct feedback. Um, we got a lot of guys, on, or the number of guys on our crew have been here a long time, 20 years, 15 years, 13 years, 5 years. I've been here since the beginning so a, a way to approach this with your team, if you're uh, struck by this, if this strikes a chord, um, step one is, is a gut level self-check, asking myself as an owner of this company with the full reality and the full responsibility of the lives and the safety of my employees, is there anything in the back of my mind, is there anything that I just instinctively know you know, that practice, that piece of equipment, that situation, that process that we have, doing just a gut level check. You know, you know when you know. And if you've never had a problem, if you've never had an injury, and you've, I guess, in the case with us, we've never known anybody personally this close to home who's been killed. If, if you, if you have that luxury of not knowing somebody who's been in that situation, then that's that the risk of complacency there. You can justify, you can rationalize, you can easily forget. It's not being negligent per se, but it's easy in the crush of responsibilities and the busyness and all the other commitments and obligations and, and issues that we deal with that those can get lost in the mix. But here's an opportunity to stop and confront this and pause and say, is there something going on in my shop that I, in the back of my mind, I know? And like I said just a minute ago, you know when you know. I'm not even going to list off the options or the, the possibilities. You just know when you know. And when you stop long enough to consider it, can you now proceed without dealing with it? And uh, it was interesting. I had gotten to know a safety consultant down in Las Vegas. His company is called Safety, Con uh, Safety Culture Solutions. His name is Mike Kinney. Uh, real interesting character down there in Las Vegas, and we were having a conversation about safety, and that's his business, and I think he's written a book or two on the subject, travels all over, speaks on the issue. He said, it's real interesting. Business owners will talk a big 
They'll talk a big safety game until it's time to pull out the wallet. And he'd seen that over and over again doing his consulting, that, that people will, will give lip service to safety. And yet when time comes to actually have to invest in it or spend money or, or, or put a practice in place that slows down production, requires more effort, energy, labor, cost, expense, that's sometimes where um, it breaks down, and so I'm 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 looking at, my, at myself in the mirror. I'm calling myself out uh, in this. This this isn't this isn't to, to point the finger by any means. It's simply I got to deal with this fact, and and dealing with the 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 fact that every one of the guys out in my shop has a spouse and little kids at home. Most well, of them are big kids. But I'm grappling with that. I'm wrestling with that. I'm processing that right now. Have I done everything I can do to make this as safe as possible, number one? And then I got to evaluate, is there anything that I know in the back of my mind that's questionable, that's iffy, that that if I stop long enough to think about it, I might conclude that's got to be resolved. So that's number one. And then I got to be ready to do something about it. If I know that I know, that's one thing. Another thing is, is am I willing to spend the money? Am I willing to invest the time? Am I willing to admit that maybe there have been some things going on that haven't been safe? So fellow fabricator, I'm asking myself this question. Um, every bit as I'm, I'm, I'm inviting you to ask the question of yourself. Uh, second thought is, uh, has have I invited other people's perspective? I got a bunch of guys out there in the shop who are much closer than this th- than I am. And have I invited their participation? That's what we did. We spent about an hour this afternoon. And I've got a list of notes here. I am, I won't say that I'm in, I'm ashamed, I'm embarrassed, but there were some things brought up in this conversation that I was not aware of. Safety issues that they felt in lieu of what just happened. Now, had we had this conversation yesterday morning at 9 o'clock before this occurred, I don't think there would have been the focus, the attention, the sense of gravity, and and the the coming to grips with what could happen. It's so in, in some cases, it takes an incident like this to really bring it to the forefront of our minds, to where we're 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 confronted with it. We can't escape it. I've got a list of feedback here. We I, I I brought this up and I said basically to our team, is there anything that you know that you you've maybe thought, well, maybe it's questionable, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I, I want to hear it all. And so we talked for about an hour. I have listed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This tenth has three different sub points to it. Eleven, twelve, 13, 14 different just topics that were brought up. Some of them weren't issues. They were just reminders. But a couple of them were things that we need to change like right now. And so four or five of them weren't with us. They were actually with the companies that deliver slabs to us. Things that our guys have been a little nervous about that they've recognized, they've observed. And in the context of this situation today, they felt it was necessary to bring it up. And so here it is right outside my shop, right outside my door in the shop, a long list of things that were worthy of review, worthy of discussion, and a couple of them are worthy of purchases that, that our guy said, you know, this is borderline. Um, one of them is an A-frame. The other one of them is, a, is our slab clamp. The old one that we've got, it, one of our employees said that needs to be changed. We need to update that. It's old. 
it ought to be replaced. And so our production manager went in um, before I even started this podcast and already ordered a new slab clamp. And we're looking for a steel A-frame to replace a wooden A-frame that we've had out there for a particular purpose. And so number two is just inviting, being willing to hear. I'm not super enthused to see this long of a list of things that have escaped our notice. Um, But here they are. And we're going to deal with those. And so, you know, number three is is we, we have a safety procedure. Um, and, and you've heard me talk, probably maybe, maybe mention it in the past. I know I've sent this to people in the past. We have a safety procedure, an order of operations, a systematic way that we evaluate safety in the shop and in the field. And over time, we've had different frequencies. It used to be every day, then it was once a week, then it was once a month, and then it was back to once a week. I asked our production manager, when was the last time we actually reviewed this? He couldn't remember. So that process has broke down. I, I hate to admit this, and, and, and but what this does is it brings it to the forefront. We haven't had a problem. We haven't had an issue. It's been like six or seven years since we've had a slab issue that I'm aware of. Um, and so th- this third point is the protocol. What is the procedure? What is the formal process that's in place to make sure that safety issues have a voice? Um, we do our monthly safety meetings, just according to OSHA, we do that. We do them in our company-wide meetings. We discuss an issue. We talk about it. But in terms of our specific shop and install safety procedure, um, it, it, it it's not clear when the last time it was that we had that. And so... That has got to be reinstated. We, we do that through formal delegation. We will have to revisit the position in the company that is officially responsible for conducting those safety meetings and that review on, on the, the frequency that we will, again, uh, agree is prudent in lieu of the circumstances. And, and you know, the, the fact is, like every procedure over time, as the procedure works, and the procedure, the process is followed and the issue is resolved, the issue goes away because it's not an issue anymore. And, and that's what happens with safety is, is the longer the time between incidents is the less space it occupies at the front of our mind and we begin to get lackadaisical. Our production manager reminded the rest of us today in our meeting, we bought the MIA back when it was the MIA, their safety videos. And in that safety video, they say that the, the, the people that are actually most likely to be killed or injured in material handling in the stone industry is the people that have been around it the longest because <laughs> they the longer the time that transpires between incidents, the easier it is to believe that it's not going to happen. And, and the more lackadaisical and the more complacent we become, not, not out of negligence, not, not purposefully, it's just human nature, things it's just how it works. And so we need to have mechanisms in place clearly that are appropriate to, to remind us because it, it takes, it's a nanosecond. It's a split second and uh, the loss of a life. And in this case with this man here in Portland, left a wife and three little girls uh, without a dad, without a husband. It's, it's uh, the gravity of this is, is so jarring. And so, um, what are we doing? What, what, as owners, as managers, we bear this tremendous weight, this tremendous responsibility. We are responsible. If we are employing people, human beings, who are moving slabs of granite and quartz, um, there's no escaping that 
fact that we are ultimately responsible for the environment with which they're working. Is it a safe environment? And, and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't scripted. I jotted these three notes down and I'm just sharing my thoughts with you and I'm speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking into this microphone. And the weight of that is heavy. Um, I, I've been in a funk since I learned this news last night. Uh, and I think part of it is due to the realization, once again, of just how dangerous this is and just how much responsibility I bear as the owner of this company for the safety of these men out in my facility. And so I'm just simply sharing it. You may have heard about this already. You may not. You may be so far away from Portland that it seems out of sight, out of mind, and too far from home to really have the impact that it's having here locally. But I would encourage you, uh, go to our GoFund, go to this link rather in the show notes here on the podcast and, and look at the picture of this man and his wife and his three kids and, 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 and absorb the fact that he's gone in a split second having two slabs of jumbo quartz crush him. Just doing his job. Probably thought he was going home yesterday like he did every day before that, and uh, and everything has changed. And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks for tuning into this episode. Um, you know, on second thought, I'm not going to share those instances, but I can tell you there have been four instances in our company over the 21 years that I've owned this shop where slabs either cracked in the slab clamp, bounced out of the clamp in the parking lot, had an equipment failure where, where full slabs of granite quartz or marble um, fell to the ground and and had somebody been standing in the wrong place at the wrong time they would have been either seriously injured or killed so it can happen and I thank God that it hasn't happened up to this point but this is a sobering reminder that it can happen and it does happen and we need to voice it we need not sweep this under the rug we need to bring this to the forefront um, of our industry and, and to deal with it ladies and gentlemen so thank you for listening if you've listened this far I commend you um, because I think my first instinct would be to ignore it. Would, not to ignore it, but to avoid it because uh, <laughs> that's my instinct and, and, it, and it's painful and it's, and it's, uh, it, it's just hard to process this uh, because it, it, it's going on right outside my, sh- my office door. And so again, if, if you would consider going to the show notes and visiting the GoFundMe page for this man and his, actually it was for his family now. Um, and, and consider making a contribution as they, uh, as they deal with the loss of their husband and father. Um, uh, good job for you. And so, ladies and gentlemen, um, there'll be another episode later this week on Friday. We'll post one as usual. Um, but until then, uh, safe fabricating. <laughs>